Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. Good afternoon, evening, or morning, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm your host, A.B., joined by Coach G today. We are excited to be here today, not only because we're both going on vacation this week, but because we're excited to chat with our fam about the NBA playoff picture and the NBA play-in tournament that is happening this week. Coach, how are you? Thank you for being here today. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Coach G. I'm tired. We're here on OP. Hope y'all feeling lovely out there. I'm in vacation mode, if you cannot already tell. Let's go. Um, I am tired, you're right, getting ready for all this vacation this week, but I am excited for this NBA playoff picture. Now, Coach, let's just kind of break it down real quick for the people. This is official as of now. We'll start with the East Coast. Coming in in that number one spot, I'm proud to say Miami Heat have held it down. Number two would be the Celtics. Going on to the defending national champions would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Moving on to the 76ers. Then we have the Raptors at number five and the Bulls at number six. Moving into the playoff tournament at number seven, coming in strong, we have the Brooklyn Nets. Number eight, Cleveland Cavaliers. At nine, we have the Atlanta Hawks. And at 10, we have the Charlotte Hornets. Now, pretty awesome playoff picture for the East, but let's break down the West real quick as well. At number one, we have the Phoenix Suns. No shocker there. Number two, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. Sitting at number three, we have Golden State Warriors. I couldn't see it any other way right now. Coming at number four, we have Dallas Mavericks at number four. At number five, we have the Jazz. At six, we have the Denver Nuggets. At seven for the play-in tournament, we're going to move on to the Minnesota Timberwolves, holding it down at number seven. At number eight, we have the Los Angeles Clippers, where Kawhi's probably steadily recharging, ready to come up and get a win for his team in this tournament. Number nine, we have the Pelicans. And at number 10, sitting strong, we have the Spurs. Now, Coach, does any team in this playoff tournament for the East or West shock you for not actually locking in a seat in the playoffs? Well, I guess we can say that the Brooklyn Nets, you know, I mean, they're in the playoff tournament. We would thought they'd be a top three seed just by giving the talent that they have and arguably the best player in the world in Kevin Durant. And the season hadn't gone as well as they thought it was, you know, course we already know the heart situation that didn't work out now Harden's in in Philly and you know Ben Simmons I don't know what's going on with this guy but he won't be around for the playoffs so it's going to be up it's going to be up to Kyrie we know that situation now that the ban has been lifted now Kyrie should be there 100% of the time so it's a surprise that they're playing in the playing tournament but given you know the obstacles that they have uh, had throughout the season, I mean, it's not shocking. So I think that's the most surprising team, I would rather say. Or, and I can't I can't discredit the Cleveland Cavaliers either because, you know, they were considered to be rebuilding this year. And to be in the play-in tournament, I mean, that's, 
a huge, huge success. And now you got LeBron thinking about going back to Cleveland. Nah, man, let them boys play, Brian. I hate to bring you up because you was 11 seed. You home? That was a disaster in L.A. So that's that's a surprise also that the L.A. Lakers, they were one of the favorites to win a championship, and they ended up finishing 11 and firing Frank Vogel, which he might not have been the problem, but I digress. So, yeah, that's that. In a nutshell. I'm glad you brought up the Frank Vogel thing. That's totally plays on to what we were speaking on on the Lakers. Well, one, not even making it in, but there's obviously been some tension there. But I'm glad you broke down the Brooklyn Nets because you are right. This is a team that everyone expected a lot of this season, including us. And now you never know. They're fighting for their lives. But mm-hmm. I do have to say, let's wait for Pickens picks. We'll give our picks later. You know, you never know who can come out on top. The game's not over till it's over, right? That's true. The 2022 NBA playoff tournament is officially set. The four games will go as follows. The East, it'll be number seven Brooklyn Nets against number eight Cleveland Cavaliers. Also, the Atlanta Hawks against the Charlotte Hornets. Mm -hmm. And then in the West, Minnesota Timberwolves will take on the Los Angeles Clippers. Last but not least, we have the New Orleans Pelicans versus the San Antonio Spurs. Now, these games will start Tuesday, which is the day before this episode comes out, and that'll be the Cavs versus the Nets and the Clippers versus the Timberwolves, which happens when we're recording this tonight, actually. So Coach and I will definitely give you some picks. Hopefully we can, you know... Keep some kind of winning streak here going. Mm -hmm. And the winner of the 7-8 games will officially be in the playoffs as the number seven seed in their respective conferences, while the loser of the 9-10 games will be eliminated. From there, the loser of the 7-8 game will play the winner of the 9-10 games to see who gets the final playoff ticket as the number eight seed. Now, Coach, let's just go ahead and jump into it. I think we should start with... You know, at the top, as necessary, Brooklyn Nets versus Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I got I got the Brooklyn man. I got Brooklyn winning. You know, against the Cavaliers. I just think the experience with Kyrie and Durant will be too much for those young boys. Um, once again, it's a successful season, but I think this might where the buck stops. But even you know, if they lose. I guess they would still have to play the winner of the uh, the next game, which is the Hawks and the Hornets. Yes, mm, that's tough because I like I like the I like. So the Hawks. either way, the, both of these teams will still be in it after yeah. this, respectively. Yeah, but I like the Hawks and the Hornets, but it's, I think the Hornets. Uh, You're maybe, jumping ahead. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> All right, my bad. I personally will have to go with. The Nets. I mean, I don't think there's any other. I would be stupid to pick the Cleveland Cavaliers. Of course, you said they have had a great season. Good to see. But I don't think Kevin Durant's letting his team go down like this. I can't see it. Moving on to the Charlotte Hornets versus the Atlanta Hawks. This this one's a little tough for me, but I have to go Hawks, Coach G. That's tough. But, again, I, I like the Hornets. They may be a big man away from really being a, a, a contender next year. They may be a year premature. Ah, oh man. They can score points. The Hornets can. But I think the defense, they, they, they're, they're sort of a liability. You know, they can put up 130 points. But when another team scores 140, you can't win. But 
Uh, Trey, Trey Young, that boy, bad boy, bad boy. Maybe the experience from last year can really push them against the Hornets. But I'm going to go with the Hornets on that. I, I really think the Hornets. House divided. I think the Hornets can do it. You think they have what it takes? I think they have what it takes. Those boys are young. They're running. They're going to run gonna, out Trey Young. It's going it's gonna to be it's gonna be a high-scoring game. And, I mean, it's really going to come down to who gets the last stop. It's going to be 131 to 129. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be so it's going to be a battle. Interesting perspective. I love to see it, Coach. Yep. Moving on to the West, we have the Los Angeles Clippers at number eight, taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is a good one. I have to go Clippers. I think Kawhi's recharging right now. It's, I mean, it's, it's going to be a battle again. I think both teams are really dealing with some some key injuries on both sides of the ball. Uh, once again, it's going to be a dog fight. The Timberwolves, they, they're a greedy team. They're hungry. They play pretty good defense, as as the Clippers do, do too. But I think the Clippers, they kind of go into scoring droughts, which may put them out of the game if they if they if they can't stop the drought. It's going to be tough. But saying this, I got the Clippers. I just feel like you know Clippers got more experience than their dogs over there. Roof, roof. Roof, roof. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to go with Doc and the San Antonio Spurs on this one just off a whim. The New Orleans, they just haven't been looking hot to me. Yeah. Once again, New Orleans, they're a few players away. Um, Man, we got to see some of some Williamson soon. Hope next year because the words, those, those stuff, that one word, those four letters might start creeping up. If you don't see him next year, because they they were expecting a lot from him this year, but he was dealing with some foot injuries, some weight issues. I will I would love to see this kid in the playoffs, but another year premature. Um, maybe Frank Vogel can up down in down in uh, New Orleans next year. You never know. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with oh 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 Popovich and the Spurs, man. I, I'm I'm wrote that. I like to hear it. I like to see it, Coach. Yeah. You know. Put this aside for a minute. You know, Coach, you're taking a vacation this week. Talk to your OOP fam about what you're doing. You know, give them a little insight on you personally. They don't want no insight of me. I've been. They do. You're out here coaching the kids all the time. What are you doing some downtime, Coach? I don't know what downtime is. It was, you know, spring break, of course. But hell, I'm at the baseball field at 930 every day for spring break tournaments. Um, Kids want me to come see them play all across town. Kids need haircuts. Daddy got to eat. You know, people need me all day, every day. You understand? But, you know, heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So, that, I mean, that's me. You know, but I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to kick back. I'm going down to Orlando, work on my tan, you know, eat good. I've been working out, trying to talk and eat good. Go to a steakhouse, you know, hit a buffet or two. And shoot, that, I mean, that's going to be me. You know, maybe hit 10 roof up, holler some of my people over there from the cola town, grab a drink or two. And I mean, that's what it's going to be. Get some sun, hit the beach. Yeah. I love to see it, Coach. You deserve it so much and yeah, more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know who also deserves something good? Who was that? Our girl, Destiny Henderson. She just recently got drafted in the WNBA draft. Yeah. And I'm excited for her. I, I'm really happy. It was awesome to see her get drafted around her family, her mom. Dawn was there. And, you know, 
it's it's just a special experience for this community. I mean, you see all of our players, you expect them to go first round and do so well with Dawn, but to see someone like like Henny, I mean, she is to me the the definition of like stick to the program and work hard and, and good yeah. will come to you. She's been with us for four years. Yeah. So she has been here from start to finish. Now she got drafted in the second round by the Indiana fever coach. What are your thoughts on this? Hey, I love it. She, she got drafted 20th to the fever. I mean, she was looking good, looking drippy with that blue on with those dunks. You know, she, she's all about the style you know, the New York fitted, and even though I'm not a Yankees fan. we Shout out to the Red Sox on that note. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I love it. You know, Desi, she deserves it. She was the catalyst, the heartbeat, the dog, you know, of the team coming in at point guard. And it's funny because, you know, the WNBA draft, you know, it's really a, all the forwards, all the big girls, they go first. And then you might have a guard or two sprinkled in there. But mainly is is forwards and centers that they're getting off the board because you know those teams want size, and then the guard play come, and there was a few trades that were made, a few resigns, you know. Actually, I thought she was going to she's going to go out there to to uh, Vegas with uh, with Asia, but you know it didn't happen that way, and she got you know to the Fever, which they're 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 a great team, is you know Indiana's a great city. So I think she'll fit very well in me, like right away. And, you know, I saw she was signing autographs with some girls. They were going crazy before the draft. And you like to see that. She's in New York. Everybody having a good time. You know, Madison Square. You got to love it. <laughs> Desi, what's up, baby? I need some. I need your shoes. Now, Henderson 13. played her best on the biggest stage, scoring 26 points yep, with yep. four assists and three steals in the national championship game victory over UConn we all got to see here a few weeks ago. Yep. She hit 14 three-pointers in the NCAA tournament. Now, Henderson averages 11.5 points and almost four assists as a senior, hitting 55 threes on 40% accuracy. Now, an amazing player, to say the least. This is what I want to know from you, Coach. There, What is this stigma in any draft, not just the WNBA, where everyone's got a, a almost a chip on their shoulder about what number they're drafted? Like, where did that come from, and why is that so important? So, I mean, not much WNBA, but lately I know, I guess it's kind of, you know, the pay scale is changing for the women. But I know as, you know, for the men, if you're drafted, you know, lottery top 10, top 13, that kind of comes to play in contract negotiations because you, you're going to command the top blue chip money. You understand? As opposed to the later round or the second round to where, you know, your contract might not be as hefty as it would have been if you were the top 10. So that's why, you know, people – Talk about draft stock falling and rising. And it's just, you, I mean, you never know what you're going to get. Everything is a gamble. You know, we, like I just said about Zion Williamson, you, you saw, you see where he at right now. He's on the verge of being called a bust. You understand? So, and I just watched something about Sam Bowie, about the draft with Akeem Olajuwon. He's, he went number one. Sam Bowie went number two. Michael Jordan went number three. See how history played out with that. Sam Bowie. He was one of the best college players, but he never panned out. 
So just think if Michael Jordan would have went to the, the Trailblazers instead of the Chicago Bulls, like history plays itself like that. So the, the draft is a great time and it's mostly for your family, you know, so they can see the hard work and, you know, you, you're dressed and you're dripped out. Everybody's having a good time. And I just love to see the kids, you know, show out, show up in their best garments. And, you know, the family's crying and everything. I love it. It's, it's, it's a heartwarming moment. I watched when she got drafted. And, I, you know, I didn't cry that time. I didn't cry, y'all. <laughs> I cried in the national championship. I, 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 I ugly boo Tears cried. were shed. I, 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 I ugly cried when, you, you know, like, like that. So <laughs> it was cool. Shout out to I this. wish you could have seen him do that in real life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about, can we end this show on a serious note, though, real quick, Coach? This is something I didn't know if I wanted to bring up as a tough topic, but I think it's something that should be spoken about in an open way. Recently, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died after he was struck by a dump truck while he was walking on a South Florida highway. As we know, Haskins was 24 years old. This hits in all types of ways for me personally. I'm sorry I'm starting on this one, but I just kind of had it on my mind. One, I mean, this kid is 24 years old. He could have been nursing a hangover in bed on a Saturday morning. He could have been, you know, out to brunch. He could have been doing anything else, but he decided to go get a workout in and get some extra work in to make himself better. And it sucks to see anyone passed, but it sucks to see young and just people that are doing the right thing and living their lives, which seems to be like in a great way. Everyone had nothing but positive things to say about Dwayne Haskins. And it's just a sad, sad, unfortunate accident that seemed to happen. And coach, I know you've been thinking about it. What are your thoughts on this as well? Man, it's a tough issue. Um, Mr. Haskins, Ohio State, great. You know, he threw for what fifty touchdowns plus touchdowns that that um that one year. Um, I don't know, man. Just you, you hate to hear things like this because you, 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 you. When when your kids, I'm speaking from a parent perspective now. Like when you when your kids go out that door, you never think you're gonna see. Them. You might not see them again. And a 24-year-old kid, man, you got to be smart. And I know you, whatever whatever the situation is or was, working out or whatever, I know this Florida has some of the busiest highways in America. What makes it smart to run across an eight-lane highway? I just, you got to be smarter, people. And... I know some a lot of kids think, think that, they're invincible. Think they're invincible and think they're Superman and Superwoman. But nah, man, like you gotta be smart out here. And to go out being hit by a dump truck at twenty four years old with you know, you just got resigned by Pittsburgh. You just got married ninety almost a year ago. And just the hurt that your, your 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 family feels, man, because it's so unexpected, and you know it's things that you want to say that was never were never said, and it's, it's just an unfortunate, unfortunate situation. Like 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 AB said, nothing but positive things about the young brother. 
You know, the only thing, the only knock was he needed to learn the offense a little more. He needed to learn his playbook a little more. That's the only word, bad thing I've ever heard about Dwayne Haskins in the three years he'd been in the league. And that's not a bad thing. And that's, that's not a, a bad thing. That's just a critique. Exactly. But Ben Rothensburg remembered Haskins in a tweet writing, I only had the privilege of knowing D. Hask for a short time. Yep. But in that time, I got to meet a young man that didn't seem to ever have a bad day. He came to work every day with a smile on his face and energy and love in his heart. Wish we had more time together on this earth, but I will cherish the time and laughs we had. Now, I just kind of feel like this hits personally close, especially for me and Coach G. It just seems like death kind of like, or bad things happen all like one time, like spontaneously. And sometimes it can be hard to process those things or work through it or, you know, figure out how to move forward. And all I can say is my thoughts and prayers are with him, his family, the community, and everyone that knows and cares about him. But also, we say this on the show a lot, but it's so much bigger than sports and football and basketball and baseball. It is. There's a whole life out there. We're living it every day. And sometimes I I hope that we remember to stop and smell the roses more and just put the phone down for a minute and just – be happy in the moment that we are because as right. coach said, you walk out that door, you don't know. And it's it's that cliche saying, but it's very, very true. Yeah. And it's a sad story for Dwayne Haskins and his family and, and the entire community. And not to cut you off. And you know, the irony is of this whole situation that we, I guess we lost a personal friend, Mr. David, which well, he was still his family. I'm not correct. I'm not mistaken. He is 100% Steelers fan. Steelers fan. 100%. So we got to give a shout out to him and his wife, Miss Holly. And, you know, they're Steelers Nation forever. General Marine Corporal. Yeah. David Rufi. Rest in peace. As well as Mr. Eddie. Mr. Eddie. Over at Cock and Bull. Right. Those are people that are just have been staples in the Columbia community for a long time. And will always be in our hearts. And <laughs> I'm so glad you made the Steelers connection with him there. I honestly would have never even thought about that. But right. our thoughts and prayers also go out to their family, yep. which is our family. Because which is our family. You are our family, OOP. And we are here for you, sharing our opinions with you. And sometimes you may not agree with them. Sometimes we may give you very bad pickings picks. And I can take credit for that a lot of the time. But we always care. And we're always here for everyone's best interest. Yep. And I know Coach G agrees with me on that. I do. Now, Coach, what else you got to say for the people before you go out on vacation? Man, I got nothing to say, man. Y'all just be safe. Y'all spread love the Brooklyn way. Alizé and Henny, keep me. Oh, my bad. I had that biggie. That biggie was in my head. I'm sorry, y'all. On a better note, you know, just have just, just have a good time, man. Enjoy your family. I'm going to enjoy my knuckleheads, I guess. They might give me a few more gray hairs than I already have. But, you know, I love y'all, man. I'll see you next, next go round. And until next time, guys. Mr. Rudy might be back, too. <laughs> I heard Mr. Rudy coming back for the playoffs. Wow. I Stay tuned, said. then, guys. <laughs> until next time, this is Coach G. I'm Alyssa Butterson. Keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. And check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning. Keep winning.